Hey, yo, what's poppin'? It's your girl, the homie Sydney. We here with Wolf Tyler. We live, baby. How you feeling? I feel amazing. We good. We here on the kickback session. Sensational. 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 Shout out to Hardeen, the best dispensary in Vegas, for hooking me up with the pre-rolls. We love y'all. Thank you. Thank you for having me. Of course. It's been a minute. I know. It's been a minute. How you been? I've been doing well. How are you? And when you say you've been doing well, like life's really been good? Life's been... Life's... <laughs> Life has been life has been crazy, but I feel Mm -hmm. like everything that I've been going through, Mm -hmm. I've always came out of it. You know, Mm -hmm. like of course we're gonna we're gonna go through like storms Mm -hmm. and we're gonna have ups and downs. But every single up and down that I've been hitting, I'm like, it's just that bounce that and that bounce back back. game is crazy. Exactly. So landing on my two feet and just mm-hmm. running, you know, when I hit yeah. the ground, so. I think that's a really big part of your brand. Like, you talk so much to your fans about mental health, self-love. Mm-hmm. One of the main things I wanted to ask you when I just knew you were coming on was, like, how do you keep your peace? How do I keep my peace? I think definitely self-care days, mm-hmm. as cliche as it sounds. It's like self-care days are so important, just days where you just need to... Mm-hmm. Dial it down, turn mm. your phone off, not be on social media, hanging around family. Like those days are really essential mm-hmm. to just keep going because rest, recovery, as much as people want to say, oh, we in the studio, we grind until 6 a.m. Like, it's it's no not always sleep. that easy. I haven't ate a meal, mm-hmm. like all that stuff. That's cute, <laughs> but it's not healthy. Right. Like, so resting, I'm learning that that is like top one mm-hmm. priority and making sure that you eat right too. Asleep, like what's your um, eating regimen like like what's what's um, like your go-to meals like pasta that's a munchie or that's like your fave that's like my favorite like i could eat pasta every single day it's so unhealthy. homemade pasta homemade pasta with the meat sauce L- with the sauce no with the no, sauce absolutely not <laughs> <laughs> well, how you make your pasta i like it with butter parmesan cheese garlic I like, I'm a garlic and oil girl. <laughs> me too. Okay? Me too. Okay. With like a little glass of wine. Okay. That's period. It's look real classy with it. Exactly. Real classy. And then you know, going back to the self care part, especially being an influencer, how do you find the balance between social media and real life? Social media and real life. I think just training myself to filter things out. Mm. You know, social media. It's real, but it's not all real. Yeah. You know, no one's out here, quote unquote, like mm-hmm. no one is out here broadcasting their failures. Mm-hmm. No one is saying, you know, damn, I'm hurting out here. I mean, you have mm-hmm. some people who do that, but all in all, like you really go on social media to just kind of like really, I think social media is kind of like a mood board, you know? Hi-key. I feel like it's a mood board because it's like you post up the accomplishments, you post mm. up the wins, you post up the days that you're feeling good. We're all on social media, smiling for cameras, you know, like, mm. geez, it's just like an automatic thing. So I feel like I kind of use my social media to look back and be like, wow, you know, back in December, I was doing this. Mm. But as a note to myself, I was like, damn, I was going through this, this, and this back in December. Mm-hmm. I wasn't even showing that. Right. That I was and, and then I'm like, oh, wait, but now I'm in March and I'm like, a little that's bit crazy i went from here to here so mm-hmm. i kind of use it as like a timeline like a mm-hmm. little mood board type of thing i feel it. i'm not explaining what makes you happiest what makes me happiest just in general mm-hmm. my bed playing video games what game what game apex legends okay. mm-hmm. ps4 
You just being you being the crib poster, listening to your music, playing yes, that game. High. High, high, drinking water, no wine, minding my business. We could get wine. We could get wine too. Okay. We could get wine. That's not a problem. Mm. That could be arranged. <laughs> but yeah, just hanging out with family, hanging mm. out with loved ones, doing fun stuff like going mm. skating mm. and just like regular regular degler stuff. And you mentioned earlier how important the real shit is to you. How do you filter out the real, especially moving to LA? I know you're from New York. I mean, this is a thing. I think mm. it's a misconception, you know. I don't think LA is necessarily fake and fraudulent. It's just everybody comes here to everybody from LA just I guess the people that are not from LA mm -hmm. they come and they migrate here and I think LA is very labeled as like come here for opportunity come here to start your new life and come here to pay a lot of rent mm -hmm. and grind and no sleep and we're always moving in slow traffic like I think that's kind of like the cliche mm -hmm. that's what LA is but I think I think LA is a dope place like so your transition was smooth from New York to LA? I feel like I'm still transitioning. Mm -hmm. I, w I don't want to say it was smooth, but like mm -hmm. sometimes, I'm not going to lie, like I like going through certain things that may put me in a space where I might be hurting, I might be upset, I might be like, oh my God, I don't want to leave my bed. But then mm -hmm. again, I'm like, you know what? I need this time to reflect. I need this time to give me some clarity because mm -hmm. really when you're by yourself, that's when you have so much time to just see things for what they really are. Have you always been like that? I feel like that's such a mature way to know like how you cope is by finding peace within I mean, yourself. Look, it was either I'm going through something and I'm hurting and I'm going to be down about it and I'm going to be like, oh, my God, I'm going to feel so bad for myself. Like, where is that really going to go? This is just me talking from me. Like yeah. some people that might be like their coping way. But my coping way is just like, look, I got to flip the perspective and look at it like I might be going through something, but I'm like a huge believer in God and I really believe that he's not gonna put me through something for no reason you feel me like not about to just be out here hurting for no reason you gonna bounce like, back there has with to him. be a lesson coming from it so mm -hmm. I'm just like all right I'm gonna just wait it out but you know I'm just like so you done or are you finished and then it's always like when's it gonna be done exactly. when's it gonna be finished right so then I'm just like okay put some patience on it patience on it but I mean every bad day comes with a good day every good day is gonna come with a day where you don't feel like yourself so just gotta gotta ride out. I feel it. Has music become a, a form of therapy for you? For sure. Describe your first interaction with music. My first interaction with music, um, I guess it, I guess it was the form of just writing, um, just form like writing poetry, and then I just started loving to listen to instrumentals, and then slowly I just put two and two together, and I was like. Boop, and then I released my first song in 2015 called Feels. And I feel like that's the cool thing with you. I feel like you've been through so many journeys with your yes, sound. and seasons, honey. Seasons, journeys. <laughs> Describe, like, who you think you were when you put your first single out. Who was that girl? I think she was really dark. She was really motivated. She was very one foot in, one foot out, very... Mm still trying to find herself and navigate through so many people that, you know, may have wanted to help her and support her. And then with a mixture of people who are just like really good at putting that facade up as yeah. in like, they were really good at just making me feel like they wanted to be around and that they really were for me. So I think 
it was really difficult while I was going through like depression and anxiety because I'm just like, why am I going through this? And then it was like, I was questioning God too. Because I was like, I, I don't think God would really put me in a position where just to hurt, just to keep on hurting. Mm-hmm. So I think from the time that I released that first song, it was more so really being in tune with myself. Mm-hmm. And then I just continued to kind of be more in tune with myself. So the next single represented and evolved, Tyler, in a way. Like, were, you, were, you, were, so were, the, you, were you there? So after Feels, the next single was You Ain't Shit. Mm-hmm. And I think that was just like a lot of After rage. a breakup? It was. Okay. It was. Surprise or no surprise? <laughs> um, you know, it was complicated. It was complicated. It was just, I think also I was so young too. Mm-hmm. And the other person was so young too that I was like, look, it came out with it, <laughs> the song. It made a great song. So mm-hmm. I guess it was you worth felt that it. Shit. Yeah, and everybody else who was listening to felt it too. So I was like, ooh. And then when you start moving into All Tinted, I felt like that sound was so different. Mm-hmm. Who did that represent in your eyes as a character? I think a radiant version of myself, mm-hmm. for sure. And the energy you strive to always maintain. Yes, I think All Tinted is definitely a rep- like it represented me on like my best day, my most mm-hmm. fun self, like the video, like the video shoot, the energy mm-hmm. all the frequencies that were just coming from everyone i was mm-hmm. like wow like people want to be here like i want to be here and i think it was just it was like a family barbecue really everyone yeah. that was involved in the video even from hair to makeup to styling and people held you down yeah even everybody like behind the scenes too it was just like wow this that's is amazing fun. that's like, super amazing it didn't feel like business yeah. it didn't feel like you're being forced to be there. You know, I never pay like the extras on set to be there. They just they showed up out the love, right? Out the I strength. open it up to the people because I always love including like my fans and my supporters, my friends in my music videos. So, mm-hmm. no, that's dope as hell, and I feel like that's so important to have in this city. Absolutely, especially like this city can get so lonely, so lonely, and having people who really fuck with you and support you and just really pull up is like, damn, okay, like I'm doing the right thing. Not even like, just the city, anywhere. Anywhere. It's mm-hmm. just hard. Mm-hmm. And it's something you ever struggled with in your childhood, too. Like, were you always the girl who had all the friends, who was fucking with everybody? Oh, were you more to yourself? not everybody. Not, <laughs> not everybody. everybody. You can't be out here yeah, doing, that. doing that's, that. That's doing a lot. Mm-hmm. That's a lot of energy right it there. It is a lot of energy. Too. I was, no, I don't think you ever catch me doing that. But I was definitely the girl that was kind of to herself. Mm. just I was going through depression I was going through yeah. anxiety so I was very like closed off mm. I don't even think maybe at that time I even knew how to properly communicate with people I was kind of a little socially awkward I think and mm. then I think you kind of was just taking off as oh she thinks she's too good like I hate when people assume no, like, that she, when you're just more she standoff, likes to just, just like, sit nah. by herself she just thinks that she's this she's that and I'm just like hey man your opinions ain't got nothing to, to do, do with, with me. me. Hell yeah. At all. Hell so yeah. go crazy. And then being out here, you were saying maintaining your peace. You keep to yourself. I try to keep you to create. myself as much as possible, but it doesn't limit me to create with other people, people. and voice how I feel mm-hmm. and listen to people. You mm-hmm. know, I'm still open to that. But 
Hell yeah. I'm a turtle in my shell sometimes. I feel you. But, but you I know. Come, you be coming out. out. coming out and popping out. <laughs> exactly. What's been your favorite thing to do out here that you fuck with? My favorite thing to that do That you do in your here. spare time. I'm not going to lie. They have really good like morning breakfast places That's, out what, here. that's my favorite thing to do, Like, too. no more going to IHOP. No more going to Denny's. <laughs> like, we got options now, honey. Hell yeah. So, I've just been trying out some of the foods mm-hmm. and trying to just figure out what I like. But I'm mostly in Koreatown. Where do you stay out here? I stay in the valley. And you'd be driving? I'd be driving. I low-key love, like, I don't Do you really? Did you learn how to drive when you got control. out here? You've been driving. I've been here. driving. You lucky. You lucky. You don't know how to drive? Girl, no. Why? Girl, you don't like cars? I'm sc- I, I do like cars, but I'm scared. Like, I'm Okay, so what are you scared about? Let's scared. flip the interview to you. <laughs> <laughs> I'm scared of accidents, man. My, It's like, I have, oh, okay. I have a big fear of accidents. I've been in two. I've seen I friends and some. I've, I've seen I have friends in DUIs. Like, I just have that fear. And I just, whenever I'm in a car, I, I see that. No, I, I hate I'm sorry, y'all. But those are some good reasons. You know, so it's kind those of like, solid. I've been afraid to get my license, but it's time. Like, I graduated. Baby May. steps. It's baby steps, but I need to at least like start some lessons. You feel me? Yeah. Yeah. So I'm going to flip it back some, to you. I'm going to flip some, it back to you. I feel like you're more interested in them. Yeah. On some me? gated roads. <laughs> on some what? On some gated roads. Oh, to learn how to drive on some yeah. gated roads. I don't know. I feel like regardless, it's just being in a fucking vehicle. Like mm-hmm. it's just it's just being in that car regardless is like nah. Yeah. So I just rather sit in the back seat. Or I take mm-hmm. the train out here sometimes, honestly. Like I've been getting into That's that. Fine. It's okay. Like it's That's it okay. hasn't been as bad. Mm-hmm. I'm getting into it. But like my daily routine now has kind of been like, okay, like head to the gym, take the train, mm-hmm. come back, and I'm actually like spending like no money. Like you can you can hop the trains in LA and it's not an issue. I've never been on the train in LA. <laughs> I mean like if you have a car, it's n- you really don't have to. Oh, yeah. Okay. But I'm just so used to the train in New York that that's like a thing for me. What's your daily routine like out here? My daily routine. If I'm not going into hair and makeup in the morning at like a really early time that I just would not be up at. Um, going into the studio. Mm-hmm. I love the late night sessions. But I think like I made a mark to myself to bring those sessions a little bit more up in the day because I think I'm getting older in my body. I got start get a little tired. <laughs> I got arthritis. I'm tired, so I'm just like I got to move those sessions up. My family is usually back in New York, mm-hmm. so you be up early to talk to them. No, no, <laughs> <laughs> no. <laughs> they need to stay up. They need to stay up. Talk to me. Period. <laughs> No, um, I'm always in communication with my Mm -hmm. family, but just typically I'm not waking up with my family, you know. So they're back in New York, so I always check in, little phone call with my mom Mm -hmm. goes a long way, especially on those long drives. I'm like, you need somebody to talk to. If you if if you're not doing a playlist, it's it's like I need to talk to somebody on the phone. Exactly. Who are you working with right now? That's exciting. Right now, I'm working with a couple producers. Working with a couple of just like really dope people. Um, I just did a song with Jeremiah. Ooh. I just did a song with Roy Woods. No, he's bomb. Roy Woods is fire. Roy Woods is super fire. I've been waiting for some new songs from him too because his sound is just so crazy. I think he got an album going out. Ooh. But I just finished working with Timberland. Uh, so and he and he produced Candy, right? Mm hmm. Describe, he let describe me co-produce. That pro- yeah, he let describe me that co-produce. process. He let me co-produce on Candy. So I'll put describe that out Describe that there. moment. Like when you got in the studio and you started working with him. What was that? 
like for you? So we ended up having a studio session for two days and both days just were magical. Like it was a moment. There was nothing was forced. Nothing was like, oh, my God, I don't want to do that. I think Mm -hmm. he really pushed me to be like, hey, like you're doing some of these melodies. But like, you know, what about these type of melodies? Make sure you Mm -hmm. visit these and just. He just has a bunch of like compartments in his head where he's just like he just picks from and then he just, everything is just mm-hmm. wow. I think it also was a producer that I've always just kind of like looked up to, always mm-hmm. kind of followed journey wise. So I was just like, wow, it kind of was it's surreal. Like it was yeah, like a and I never looked for validation, but I'm just like it kind of was like a confirmation for me. I'm like, I'm in a room full of. Like with legends, like and they believe in me too, and they just believe as much in me as I too. In myself. So I think it also was just like, oh, I gotta start buckling up and tightening up and being like, I gotta look at myself and walking that, that and walking that truth because right, exactly. it's like, like I'm starting to feel that and that's starting exactly. to radiate off of me. I gotta like, just even walk when in that. even people that are like, oh, you gotta be real careful with who you call a legend. I'm just like, man, that's how you have to really look at yourself. Even if other people don't view you as that, you have to give yourself that energy because I promise you once you start giving yourself that energy people are going to follow and start giving you that energy and then you're going to be like oh okay so nah big facts and I think that's the thing with legends it's like especially when someone you really fuck with and have always dreamed of working with tells you like man like you're doing great sweetie like you're special you know and sometimes when you're in those low moments that reminder is like okay like you don't know you need to have that and feel that at that very moment. Exactly. Those moments really go such a long way. No, big facts. Who else were you really inspired with growing up? Growing up, music-wise? hmm A lot of Drake, a lot of Party Next Door. Okay, P1 or P2? I thought you were about to pass me the blunt. Oh, you, you see, so, so you... Crazy. <laughs> you fucking with the blunt, the though? You fucking with the blunt? <laughs> you fucking with the blunt? The blunt is a vibe. I think it's a vibe. Lil Hardin got the best... Weed in Vegas, man. Thank yeah. y'all for this. And the most tightly <laughs> pre-rolled blunts. They real good, though. They're good. They good. They good, man. Y'all are like, I don't want no weed. <laughs> out that, that pre-roll. <laughs> they they keep it real tight. Seal. Keep it right. Keep it tight. Yep. Period. Period. Wow. Ooh, you know what? I was met. That was met. Um, I was asking you though, PN, sorry, PD, PND. <laughs> I, actually, I actually have a list. I fucking hate you. I actually have a slight list. It's one of my insecurities, you know. No, okay. no, I wasn't pointing out your lips. But you, but you heard yeah. it though. No, I didn't. <laughs> you, did, you didn't notice it until I brought it up <laughs> <No>. for real? <laughs> oh my God. That no, was terrible. I'll be trying to hide it. Uh, so um, PND. PND1 or PND2? Oh, honey. No, no, no. Going back. Going way back. Damn, what's the name of the album? <laughs> you can't even come at me then. You can't even come at me without no, the name. No, it's the album with Break from Toronto. Right it's, here. That's PND1. No. It wasn't called right, PND1. Right. That's the second one? Break from Toronto. That's the second one? Right here. That's the first one. But right here is also the, sec- is the first one. That's my favorite. I, I like PND1 more than PND2. Okay, the, the the early PND, the first one, the yeah, first yeah, one, the yeah, the first yeah, one, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, the second one yeah, to me, yeah. like it was dope, but it was. Oh wait, but the first one was Jerron B collection. Ooh. Oh, you early, early, yes, he was I'm on early. it. Yes. Who put you on the party? My friend KJ. Okay. Okay, fire. Yeah. My homegirl Allie put me on. I can't I remember um, that day in college. I was like, no, yeah. I even think high school. 
I was like, ooh, like, I'm felt. He feels me. That's a vibe. So, like, Drake, mm-hmm. Party Next Door, Aaliyah, Tamia, Janet Jackson. Mm-hmm. We got the Isley Brothers. We got mm-hmm. Marvin Gaye. Ooh. We got Music Soul Child. Like, yeah. I got a catalog, honey. And who's on your playlist right now? On my playlist, I've been listening to a lot of Don Tolliver. I've been listening to a lot of Brent Fias, mm-hmm. for sure. That album's my favorite. Still listen to Party. Me too. And has, you heard Split Decision that just came out? He, no, dropped, he dropped a single I Friday. I heard the news. The, the news was cool. That was a vibe. The news was cool. But Split Decision, I like definitely like more. Mm. And who else? Do you like Doja Cat? You and Ty? She's a vibe. I like her vision. I was on the same lineup with her. No, I didn't. Vision Fest. No, that, like, and y'all, I was like, wow. y'all up next. Y'all up next. I was like, wow. And I feel like, just like Doja Cat, why I fuck with her? Like, you're so involved with your creative process. I could tell mm. with your visuals. And so I think photography, she, like, you could tell, you could tell she's also just in the same kind of vein. Totally hands on with all of her stuff. With everything. No, she's fine. That's crazy. And I think, like, another thing with, between both of y'all, like, you're just confident women. And you guys exude confidence thank you how did you find your confidence how did i find my confidence i think just coming to the fact that Mm -hmm. a lot of the things that maybe i don't like about myself or i view myself as like "Eh, like girl what you doing Mm -hmm. or other people want to make me believe that there's something wrong with me i just came to terms like oh everything can be worked on you know anything that i don't like about myself i'm like it could be worked on and what can be worked on mm-hmm. is the self-love that I have for myself. I'm like, if I start just loving myself, then everything that I don't feel should be on me, et cetera. I'm like, I'm just going to learn to love, you know? Yeah. So I think growing up too, I got like bullied a little bit, but look, if I had that same energy and the same confidence I had now, then I'm like, it tuh, it would have been over. How would you describe the purpose of your brand. How do you want to make people feel when they interact with you, hear your music, feel your personality? When people hear my music, I think the main message that I'm trying to get across is that we all go through something. I think from the time that I released my first single all the way up until now, it tells a story, you know? And it might tell a story in a way where there's a little slow vibe beat to it or we're going up to it and I think from a scale of just making people feel strength through being vulnerable and a mixture of just being lit in the club or something I think it just brings people to a medium of just understanding themselves it's like my music is trying to tell other people like really the music is not about me it's about you like feel it the way that you want to feel it take the lyrics and analyze it the way that you want to analyze it and some people are going to be like hey we hate your music it sucks stop it find something else relax and then there's some people that are like hey your music got me to another day so I'm just like look anything that my music can even make you feel whether it's rage whether it's sadness or or damn turn this off why are you playing her like it's just like, as long as I'm making somebody feel, I'm like, bet, I'm here. And you've been giving us the feels, and you make us feel, I think, through 
how you live your life. And I appreciate you for being so vulnerable and so transparent with your fans, your people, and just being a solid person. And I'm excited for where your music's about to go. We love you over here. Thank you for pulling up on the kickback session. Thank you for having me. Of course, mad love. Thank you for pulling up. Gang, gang.